So we'll see how far I get here. Council of God is the title of this message. And uh, boy, if there's ever a time we need the counsel of God and know how to hear it and know how to receive it and know how to implement it and know how to discern it's now. None of this is any coincidence that all this stuff's going on. It's no coincidence. This word came out of this word that was shared with me and I shared with you all when I unveiled our come home word for the year. And I was telling somebody yesterday, boy, how much more important it even seems today than it did two months ago. And this is this was the part of the word. This was the word that I had shared with you first Sunday in January. It says, prepare your heart, son. The first part of this was specifically for me. I have done a great work in you. The time has come to go deeper within your heart. As a shepherd, you have been anointed with my heart to love and care for my body. Part of this deep work I'm doing will cause you to feel my love and concern for them. And boy, was that just uh, pricking me this morning. Uh, Just, again, coming to the to the thought that I told people not to come here, and I, I know it's okay, and I know, I, and I, I'm okay. I'm not. I'm not. Um, <laughs> I'm only responding to the Holy Spirit's correction. Not. I'm not. I'm not walking around feeling guilty or anything like that. But. Uh, but he it, it, it broke me because we can we can just I don't know we can buy into everything that's told us about all of this and the reality is we know about God's healing we know about God's provision we know about his ways so part of this deep work I'm doing will cause you to feel my love and concern for them and that's just a response you know that's this my tears this morning, my brokenness this morning, I think is part of that, is realizing there's people out there who are hurting and lost and confused and and to a segment of them, we told them not to come. I told them not to come. I'm increasing discernment for these last days. I believe that. I believe that. I need more. I need more of that discernment. But then he, this word goes on, as you stand in my counsel, as you stand in my counsel, more wisdom will fill you. I think Teresa wrote about wisdom this morning in her devotional sharing. As you stand in my counsel, more wisdom will fill you. 
my wisdom. I'm sending a part of my remnant to you to love and to nurture. He's sending people to us. People that uh, he wants to preserve, that he wants to rescue. Love when Lori and Scott referred to their new son as somebody they rescued. Think about that. They rescued this precious little life from the grips of death. I'm sending a part of my remnant to you to love and to nurture. I hadn't thought about this, but Elliot's part of that remnant. He doesn't even know it. The word goes on to say they some of them have been led astray by false teachers. You will lead them in the path of life. The anointing of restoration is upon you and the people of abundant life. The anointing of, a rest, of restoration is upon you and the people of abundant life. We have mission. We've been given mission. We've been given assignment. But then we see this counsel word. Continue to stand in my counsel. I'm preparing a people to stand in my counsel with you. That's you guys. Many of you guys. You will not fail as the storms increase. You will increase in power with the counsel I give you. It's not earthly power. It's not physical power. It's supernatural power. That if a sick person walks in here today, say, be healed. Be healed in the name of Jesus. If a person walks in here today afraid, and unsure, say, be not afraid. We have a Savior. We have a Savior who is able He's the one we're learning from and taking our guidance from because we've been told to stand in His counsel. So I was thinking about this uh, word and it took me back to this passage that you know, it's so familiar to us, it's, it's the passage that you know my story. It opened my heart. It opened my, my mind to the reality of, of a Jesus that wanted to be involved in every single part of my life when I was 20 years old. Sitting there in my college dorm room this verse coming across my eyes because I had, it was on a little business-sized card that I'd put on my lamp 
don't really know why I did it. I was not a follower of Jesus at the time, but it was sent to me and I put it there and right there in my dorm room, my eyes go on this verse. But this verse talks about how trustworthy the counsel of God is. How trustworthy His counsel is. When we say, I'm going to trust you with all of my heart, with everything inside of me, I'm going to trust you and I'm going to lean on you, not on my own mindset, not on my own thinking, but rather, I'm going to acknowledge you in all of my ways. I'm going to acknowledge you Should we stay open, Lord? going to acknowledge you in all of my ways. And he says, I'll direct you. I'll direct you. If that isn't, if that isn't a reminder of the counsel of God, acknowledge me in this. Acknowledge me in that. Acknowledge me. I'll counsel you. I'll show you. I'll direct you. And it's always been true, but it's even more true now. In class this morning, Sean referenced an Old Old Testament account. When they were in war, they were in battle. And in one case, they said, we sought the Lord, and the Lord said, go, go, take up the victory. But then they sought him another time, and he said, no, don't go. And it was a reminder to me with this whole idea of the counsel of God that what he said yesterday, the instruction may be different tomorrow. Now, that doesn't mean that God's wishy-washy. He just knows what's best. His word will always be true. But one day the instruction might be go and the next he might say, no, go do this. But it's why we stay in touch with him. Remember, This assignment he has for us, this tapping into the counsel of God isn't just so that he can fill me with his wisdom and knowledge and all this stuff and so that he can fill you with great revelation of who he is and how wonderful he is. He is all that and he does all that. But no, it's for the people out there that don't know yet. I'm sending you a remnant. 
And as you tap into my counsel, as you acknowledge me in all that you do and I direct your path, I'm going to direct you to lost and confused people. I'm going to direct you in what you should say, when you should say it. I know uh, there's a lot of churches having online services today, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I would, would would never begrudge. I'm glad I'm glad that there's people who couldn't be here today that uh, are watching. Uh, Vicky's back there uh, with her phone, and people are watching. There's people watching, and I'm glad we can provide that. And I, I you see this every once in a while where you know, where uh, somebody will say, "Well, the church is not a building," and it absolutely is not a building. I agree with that 100. percent But if the church ever becomes this thing that I only watch from afar and can never get up close and touch you and you touch me, where are we? <laughs> you too, Tony. <laughs> uh, take a hug right now. <laughs> uh if it ever becomes this thing that we only participate in from afar. And I know that there's situations where that's the only thing that can happen, and I'm not in any way suggesting that that in and of itself is a bad thing for those for whom that's the only option. I get that. But we also live in a culture that wants the easiest route, always wants the easiest route. And if I can keep you at arm's length, and again, I'm not talking about you now. (laughs) If I can keep you at arm's length, then I'll be safe. And I can keep my walls up and I can keep my... I don't really have to interact. Oh my goodness, the body of Christ, the, the treasure, part of the, part of the treasure of the body of Christ is that we get to touch, that we get to interact, that we get to, that we get to cry together and feel together and, that was one of the things that surprised me probably most about the development of my walk with Jesus is that part of the reality of it, the unfolding of it, was people. If I'd have set it up, I'd have done it completely different. And I'm sure that's why he didn't let me. But we have to tap into the counsel of God. We have to get our guidance from Him. We have to trust in Him with all of our heart and lean not on our own understanding. And then acknowledge Him 
in everything, in everything. Don't for a minute think that (laughs) this last two, three days as we made the decision to, this is what we're doing, that there wasn't this little whispering. You're making a mistake. But I knew in my heart I wasn't. I'm a, anybody that knows anything about me knows if I make a decision, I make a decision and I, I, I don't look back. But the battle is real. The battle, the battle for our minds and our hearts and our souls is real. And there is nothing, there's nothing like our enemy. I mean, we have, we're experiencing so much around here. And there is nothing like our enemy to say, shut that down. Shut that down. I was so blessed today to walk in here and our teenagers are still leading us. They had game night here last night. And they played games. But you know what else they did? They worshipped. They worshipped. They worshipped for an hour. They worshipped. counsel of God. Boy, he wants to teach us all the time. He wants us to stay so close to him. He wants us to stay so grounded in his word that when we hear something that doesn't line up with his word, we can say no. Romans 12.2, don't conform to the pattern of this world. Don't conform to the pattern of this world. I thought a couple of times this week that there was an encouragement for me, for us to conform to the pattern of this, of this world. And again, I'm not being critical of anybody who did whatever they did. I just know I'm responsible for us. And we're told not to conform, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Now, yes, I can do that at home. 
Yes, I do do that at home. So I don't want to, yeah, for sure we better. If I'm not doing it at home and I'm only doing it here, then I've missed a really important part of the equation. The Word tells us that if when we do that, we'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. His counsel. His counsel will become clearer and clearer to us as we do things His way. As we let His Word and His truths renew our mind. I love that the Word then tells us about that will. It tells us that His will is good. It tells us that His will is pleasing. And it tells us that His will is perfect. Boy, don't you want to live there? I do. I want to live there. I do so a lot of the times. I want to do so more and more and more. It's tapping in, tapping in, tapping in, being intentional, being intentional. Being intentional about the use of my time, being intentional about my pursuit of Him. thinking about this when Jesus was born when the, his arrival was on the way what the scripture tells, tell us about what he was going to be called wonderful counselor wonderful counselor the one we were being told to tap into the counsel of God was being born and then later in the gospel of John Jesus himself says, my sheep listen to my voice. And actually, in other passages, says, it won't, my sheep won't even listen to another voice. I don't, let's not listen to the other voices. Why does he give that instruction? He says, because I know them and they follow me. We know him. We have relationship with him. If you're in this room today and you don't have a relationship with him, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus where, where he talks to you and you talk to him and you have conversation, whatever that looks like and sounds like, you converse, there's interaction. If you're in here and you don't have that, I think I know pretty much everybody in here to some degree. But if you don't have that, start today. Or if you've had that and it's not active, reignite it today. Because there's no better counsel you're going to get than directly from Him. The psalmist put it this way, and I'm going to close with these verses for today. Keep me safe, my God, for in you I take refuge. 
Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? I'm not going to get all political here, but we have a president who said, let's spend time today praying to our God. Let's, knowing, knowing that, you know, churches maybe what, what wouldn't gather, perhaps, knowing, you know, what all's going on, he said, let's set aside this day. Keep me safe, my God, for you, in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord, apart from you I have no good thing. Lord, you alone are my portion, my cup. You make my lot secure, the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. He's your counselor. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. You have made known to me the path of life. And I remember in that word it was given. He said, we're going to instruct the remnant that has been misled, the remnant that has been bought into lies and false teaching, says you're going to lead them in the path of life. But we got to tap into the counsel of God continually and perpetually. You hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel. We'll be hearing more about this. so grateful for the body of Christ. So grateful that you came today. And I don't begrudge anybody who didn't. I get it. See, the thing about all of this stuff going on is we don't know when it's going to end. I'm a newsman. And I can barely watch the news. But I believe there's something going on. Something going on that's bigger. And we get to be included in it. We're part of the equation. We're part of the people that God is going to raise up and say, be my voice. 
open your arms and open them wide. Tell people they have a hope and a future. Let's stand. Yellow mic or orange, maybe. This is Connie Benner. You all know, don't, know I don't do this, but I've been sitting back there this whole service. And my heart is going out to these kids and the people whose jobs are affected by this because these kids don't know what the next few weeks hold. Mm-hmm. And some of these kids look forward to that the school. Mm-hmm. There are some kids that's their safety. Mm-hmm. And this to them is big. Mm-hmm. You know, we all look at it, oh, your kid's just school. But no, it's something that they all need. Mm-hmm. And anybody whose jobs are affected, I know Becky and where is she? Tiffany, I know that they have jobs that are with the schools. They don't have a job right now. You know, so it's, we really need to be praying because there's a fear that's out there right now that people don't understand, but we know that they're, that God, God. Yes. takes away all fear, yes. no matter what it may be, that he is holding our future. Yes. And with schools, I mean, I know Mariana is upset that there, you know, there's no school for three weeks. Mars like, I'm going to be bored if they cancel the rest of the school year. Hmm. Got a notification on my phone from DeWine saying that it possibly can be closed for the rest of the year. Hmm. These seniors that look forward Yes, they already canceled Crestview for tomorrow. They're supposed yeah. to go. The, the seniors that look forward to this, you know, this is something big for them. We may not look at it as being big, but keep these kids in your prayers. Yes. Keep these people that are affected with their jobs in your prayers because some of us still have jobs. We have a job to go to. These guys don't know. They plan for their summers off. This is something that's th- being thrown in. And so... I've been sitting there, and I'm, I wasn't going to come up, but I had to because we need to get all these kids up here and any of these staff people that are affected by the job, and we just need to cover them yes. in Amen, amen, amen. Awesome. Yeah, if you need prayer, come on down. We do want to do that. That's... Father, we pray right now in the power that is in the name of Jesus, we come against fear. We come against fear that is pervading so many segments of our culture. And we pray, Father, again, as we tap into your counsel, as we acknowledge you in every situation, as we acknowledge you in these job situations, we acknowledge you these kids acknowledge you in in their uh, change of schedules. 
that you'll direct their path. That you'll give them guidance, you'll give them direction, you'll show the way. Our confidence is firmly and without wavering in you. That's why we're here today. That's why we knew we could come into this place today. Because our confidence is completely and solely in you. My prayer, Lord, is that as we go out of here, that we will be instruments of light, instruments of hope, instruments of of encouragement to any and all who are downtrodden, who are desperate, panicked, that we will speak the peace of Jesus, that we'll demonstrate the peace of Jesus and we'll give it away. That we'll give it away. Lord, I thank you for being in the midst of us. We need you in the midst of us. We need you in the midst of us whether we're in this room or whether we're in our cars, or whether we're in our jobs, whether we're in our homes, whether we're in a store, whether we're in a school, whether we're in a park, whether we're walking down the road, we need you in the midst of us. We thank you for all that you're doing. And we acknowledge you in every bit of it. And we give you all the praise. It's in your name we pray. Amen. If anybody needs specific prayer, come on down.